0: Good morning, this is John Richardson speaking with you from Toronto, Canada, and it has been a while, but today I am once again joined with personal fitness trainer and life coach extraordinaire, David Coates, and we've got an interesting topic for today, we're not so much going to talk about fitness, we're not so much going to talk about health, health, we're gonna talk about
1: purpose. Ha ha, good sir. Yeah, absolutely, and you know what? I think we are still talking about health and we are still talking about fitness, but we're talking about mental fitness uh, and we're talking about uh, like long lasting health, which comes from a sense of purpose.
0: All right, now that sounds uh, unusually abstract. Uh, I think for our conversations, but, uh, I, I, mean, I think that you're absolutely right. And, uh, the origin of this podcast, the Genesis, if you will, is a, a discussion that we were having during one of the sessions. Yep. Where David mentioned that, uh, the, the book man's search for meaning, uh, by, uh, by Victor Frankel, which is uh, one of my all time favorite books. And, uh, you know, basically, the synopsis for those who don't know Man's Search for Meaning, and Victor Frankl, I'll just read it off the, uh, the handout, the flyer that David sent over. Uh, Dr. Yep. Victor Frankl, author Man's Search for Meaning, was a psychiatrist who survived the Auschwitz concentration camp. Amidst the horrors of this Nazi death camp, he observed that some people fought for their lives with everything they had, while others gave up interestingly, those who remained healthy and vital weren't necessarily the most intelligent or most fit. Those who survived were the ones with the strongest sense of life purpose. Let's just pause there for a minute because that actually, you know, repeats a theme that I've heard so many times that it's not the strongest who survive.
1: Mm -hmm. It's
0: not the most intelligent. It's sort of the ones most adaptable. I think that's perhaps linked to that. But so, how did you end up getting this particular aspect of your your message into what you're doing? What's what's the backstory to this? Before we go through it, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, um, Oh God, I think
1: it's like seven or eight years ago now I started working with uh, the exercise therapy association. Um, and, uh, Brendan Fox sort of the genius behind a lot of the, uh, the stuff that he does there and he teaches mental toughness. And that was at something at the time I was like, Oh, I want to learn how to fix ankles and necks and shoulders is mental toughness stuff. Sure. I guess so. Right. It seems like it seems like good stuff, but uh, this was one of the major ones that we had to address, uh, with his uh, system of, Um, or his pyramid of mental toughness. And it's very, very important to have a purpose to what you're doing. And, you know, it gives us a drive. It gives us energy to get up and go. Uh, It makes us feel happier at the end of the day because we're leading towards that purpose. And, uh, you know, Brennan himself there is a master at dissecting books and creating systems and simplifying things for people to get the message across. And he was able to take Dr. Viktor Frankl's book and his message and uh, and create this Frankel process that he calls it, which is to remember the mission and uh, and to have more purpose in what you do in life.
0: Yeah, that that is really good, and and that's a, I think a wonderful application of uh, the general teachings of Victor Frankel. I mean, I think it could be obviously uh, moved into a lot of a lot of different areas, but you know, on the most basic pedestrian level. I mean, you have two people get up at the same time. One has a bunch of stuff to do. The other has nothing to do, which is likely to be more happy. Yeah, That's it, it, depends, right? It
1: really depends on the person and where they are mentally. Maybe doing nothing is exactly what they're striving for and they're looking for peace and calmness, or maybe staying busy and scratching things off those lists is exactly what they like to do and sets them on fire.
0: Two different purposes you're identifying, two different purposes. Yeah. So, exactly. you know, exactly same purpose but presumably you would agree that with that somebody with no purpose is not going to be as happy as somebody with with a purpose you would agree with that it would seem so yeah people who who are always still looking for something or
1: or maybe just not as happy as they know they can be because they feel kind of lost
0: Mm -hmm. okay well let's go back here and uh it's very interesting to me how the The teaching of Victor Frankel was essentially, I mean, you know, you've condensed or somebody condensed this into you know really two pages, right? Um, yeah, like I said, so, it was much
1: longer at the beginning, but we wanted to make sure people could really grasp it quickly and uh, and get right into the
0: idea so so the shorter it is, the more people you reach, I guess, right? Yes, exactly. okay. um well, why not uh, why not sort of take me through this slowly? I mean, let's imagine that absolutely. You know, we know your fitness training. Um, uh, what if mm-hmm. you create a program called The Coots Purpose? The Coots. <laughs> yeah. And uh uh, you know, the, the Coots leave the purpose to us. Leave the purpose to us. Okay. <laughs>
1: I, I like it. We can go with that for sure, but uh definitely the problem is the purpose must be your own. The purpose oh, is so you state. can't leave must be your own it can't be ours i can't fabricate what your purpose should be and that's what i want it to be uh which is uh we see that a lot with um uh, you know family maybe uh dad or mom might have some level, i want my son to be the lawyer this is his purpose well you can't choose that for them and a lot of times there's a lot of uh depression and anxiety and problems come with that with with you know kids who grow up trying to achieve someone else's purpose
0: okay all right so Take me through the process. So you are sure. actually going to use the teachings of Viktor Frankl in a yep. practical, everyday sense to improve people's lives. So how does this work exactly? You're calling it the it's Frankl process. Absolutely. Remember, if I'm sitting down. Absolutely.
1: If I'm sitting down with someone for the Frankl process, I will literally use this step by step. And for so the very first thing there, we see some check boxes that says. Use this guide to contemplate the tool for the following, to get clarity on your mission in life for maximum motivation, very important, uh, to find a renewed sense of vigor, vitality, enthusiasm, saying yes to life in spite of everything, uh, to increase motivation, to take better care of yourself. A meaningful life is a prerequisite for health. So we were talking earlier, like not for your health. Well, a meaningful life apparently is a prerequisite for health, right? So definitely having that crossover. And then we get into it. There's some questions. You know, there's, there's not going to be any kind of changes without asking questions. And the nice thing is here we get to ask the right question. And so it breaks into uh the three different L's here. And L number one we have is love. Probably one of the most powerful forces on the planet. Love, absolutely. And who are we here to love and care for? A lot of times we don't get asked that question, right? We don't even think about it. We just go about our day. But it's important.
0: Who are right? we here to love and care for? So that's sort of... Um... Uh, the, the responsible side of love, right? I mean, channeling it out, yeah. yes? Yeah, 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 absolutely. And, you know,
1: one thing I like just looking at the question now it makes me think of uh, how it must shift your thinking to no longer just thinking of yourself. Who are you here to love and care for? I, would say, I mean, unless you put me. If you put me as the answer, you're kind of defeating the purpose there. But if you're able to start listing people, then it starts to really help you think outside the box. And sometimes our own box is our own mind. We stay in our own head, and we think it's us and me and I. Um, but then it goes on here. It says who well, loves well, Hold you? on. So
0: say somebody can't really come up with an answer for that. I mean, would that be a message that, you know, maybe something you could do for yourself would be to find a way to do something for somebody else? Yes. Yeah, exactly. And obviously, you're here to love and
1: care for yourself. Otherwise, you won't be any use to people. But uh, outside of just ourselves, who else are you here to love and care for? And, uh, and it's a a good start for the people if they can't quite get these questions in the beginning, it means it's kind of like a good workout where they're working their way up to those heavier weights, right? They've got to start with these small things and like, Oh, God, who else am I here to love and care? If You can't say I mean, some people, different scenarios, but right away when I see this, I'm like, okay, mom and dad and sister, right? Instantly family kind of comes to mind. Uh, but, and that's what I would do as a, as a trainer to a client. Someone's like, oh, you know, I don't know. Like, well, oh, what about your parents? Like, you got any close friends? you have a dog, right? you have any favorite grandparents? you ever go visit some people? Like, Again, I start to feed them ideas. Oh yeah, Jeff and Jerry. And then start to add things in there, right? Because their mind is so set on what they're doing and their, their current uh, direction in life. That You need to feed them some some ideas for their answers. And that can be most useful when people get stuck.
0: So well, what about, uh, uh, I mean, uh, did somebody say to you, well, you know, what do you mean by love? Ah, sure. Absolutely. Well,
1: well let's see. What do we want to go with here? Let's get the clinical definition. Why not? I don't think I've done this before. I have my own feeling of deep affection. Uh, a great interest and pleasure in something uh feel deep affection for someone he loved his sister uh dearly or to like or enjoy very much right and they all kind of say the same thing having a, a deep feelings for a uh, great interest of pleasure um you know enjoying right it's about being happy right very much so right and by doing so loving yourself loving others right and uh So I haven't had that question. Most people kind of understand love to a certain degree, but it is a good idea to make sure that uh, you're using it the right way, I guess.
0: Okay. Interesting. Okay. And the next question here, who do you want to get to know better? So help me understand how that matters, how that factors into this. Who do you want to get to know? Operative words, get to know better. Yeah, absolutely. So sometimes, and then we give the little examples in here.
1: I, um, you know, want, do you want to find your true love? Do you want to build more connection with someone already in your life? Um, you want to build a stronger alliance with God? That's an interesting one. You know, that's something I had to get sort of on board with a little bit more when I got into mental toughness it was. Being more in touch with just my spiritual side, uh, not really acknowledging it in any way. Sometimes that's a big thing for people, um, you know, especially if they're already very religious and they want to make sure that they're more in touch with uh, with everybody, whatever they believe, God or, or uh, others there. And um, so it's important. Right. And it, And you need to think a little bit about who you already like, who you'd like to like. Uh, who, you know, oh, I love this person. I wish I knew them more or hung out with them more. Uh, there's always those kind of things that start to come to line. When you ask people these questions, it's amazing what things kind of pop up for people. Oh, yeah. Oh, I used to lie. You know, with them. why do not you anymore? Oh, yeah, I guess we kind of, just, like, there's no real good reason. It's just something that, you know, life takes you away and you start doing things. But, you know, maybe you still want to get to know people more. And, uh, and then connection is all about love, right? So connecting with more of those you already feel uh, you'd like to know more, so yeah, that's a great question. And, and we have, yeah, um,
0: you know, who do you want to experience experience life? So, so the last question mm-hmm. I'd like to know that sounds more about you. I I don't know that you have to have the other person necessarily involved that much to get to know somebody better. Maybe you do, but this next one, experience yeah. life with that's certainly a joint project, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, and you can imagine. Uh, well, I look at. I brought some examples that I
1: had, and I looked at one of them. It's very light, right? I didn't put a lot of things down. And I look at another one. It's full. I'm like, well, this has been years in between here. One of them, I sparingly put things down, but you know, I'm married now with my wife Diana, so obviously she's number one, right? Hundred percent. That's someone I want to experience life with, um, and then family, of course, and then friends, and then of course new friends because I've made new friends in the last few years, and it's amazing. I'd love to make some more new awesome friends. And uh, those are the kind of people I, I think about wanting to experience life with great, close friends, family, clients, and, uh, and obviously my wife.
0: Okay, interesting. All right, so the first category, so those are what you've got for the category of love. For love. So who loves you? Who do you want to get to know better? And who do
1: you want to experience life with?
0: So and, that's sort um, of uh, integration, with you know, it's, it's sort of involvement with people, right? Integrating people into your life. 100%. Love and connection are very much. Uh, sharing related. sharing yourself, sharing yourself. I guess Absolutely. Sharing, sharing yourself be an act of love, trust.
1: Absolutely. Right. For sure. Your genuine self, I would say a little bit more self. Um, But, you know, the little headers here, who are you here to love and care for? Who do you want to go on adventures with? Who do you want to share life experiences alongside? Just quick little ways to to cue people and get them thinking differently. People have trouble with these questions. Absolutely. Absolutely. Some people, no problem, dive into it. Um, (laughs) A lot of people will be hesitant. Uh, You Like I said, you don't get asked these questions anymore, right? Most of the time, it's not something on their mind. And uh, a lot of anxiety comes with it. And I think it's for fear of not knowing I should know who I love or fear of like not understanding what I want to love later, who I want to live with. And so they get kind of anxious in the fact that they don't know these things right away. And so that's well, why it's uh, helpful. I
0: mean, maybe part of the fear is the fear of loving at all. I mean, doesn't that sort of mm-hmm. create a certain. What does love really do? Right? Uh, you nailed it. Absolutely.
1: We have to be a little bit more vulnerable if we want to give love and receive love. And so that can make people very uh, anxious, right, thinking that they need to be more vulnerable in order to be more successful, at least in this category. And so they'll put up a wall, right? Like, nope, not for me. I'm not a vulnerable person. I will shut it down, (laughs) right? And so those are some of the barriers you can deal with. But the more you ask these kinds of questions, the more they get a little more comfortable with it. You can start to get them to feel a little more vulnerable, a little more open, and then uh, start to feel better, more loving.
0: Well, I mean, as I think about these these things, when I'm talking to. you, I mean, it's. I think the problem mm-hmm. is large. Could could very well be for a lot of people that loving is a very risky proposition.
1: Very much so. You have to put your heart out. Or your sorry, your heart out out there, and it may get accepted. It may get stomped on. It may get ignored, um, and that can be hard for people. Heartache is very difficult, and we've all had that process in our life at some point. Uh, as well as uh, you know trying to be loving and someone doesn't give it back it's also very damaging and uh, it's uh, the consistency the important part what we learn from that well we do we still want love in our life well of course so Are we going to ignore it forever probably not a good idea
0: right so we get back on the saddle
1: and we keep going forward with what we know we want in life which is more love
0: okay so all right so that's the love category now we talk- love the first oh. l
1: sorry that was the first L, the
0: three Ls. Here. First L, yeah. I and mean, the importance of the first L, love, and your next L is live. But it sounds mm-hmm. like the loving is important to be able to live, right? So it's like love is brown, now we move up mm-hmm. to the next four, live. There's
1: there's some priority here for sure, right? Like what, uh, what's a life worth living without love, right? So we start with love. Right, So that we can kind of get into the idea of like, well, now that we're loving, we can, really want to love more. And there's so many things more to love. And people we want to love, people love us. We can move on to what do we want to do with all this love? How do we want to live uh, a love life? Right? Everyone loves love. Right? Just love, love.
0: Okay. Um, and this is all our living here. further into purpose, right? All in the broad. Right.
1: The- exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Absolutely. So with live here, we list the things you want to learn, see, do, have, or experience. And that can get different for just about everyone. What do you want to still learn about, right? It could be about the body or the mind or spirit or astronomy or cultures, history. You ever want to learn an instrument or play a sport? You know, is there something new you wanted to attack or try exercise or, you know, something along those lines. And so these are all things that are good to spit out. Because Well, yeah, you know what I did? I had always wanted to play the flute or I've always kind of wanted to learn how to ride this motorcycle or whatever it might be. And we throw them down on this, you know, nah, maybe later, maybe one day. And it becomes just sort of a faint idea. It's like, really, why? Why is it, why don't you try it? You know, you try it and see what happens. So this is a great one to sort of, what do you still want to learn about? And that can light people up sometimes. Like, oh, yeah, I've always wanted to do this. I always wanted to do that. And then, you know, move from there. But then from there, what do you want to do or continue to do? What activities enrich your life, right? And, uh, you know, what has made you feel really alive? You know, family dinners, traveling. Sports, time with friends. Are you a cooking person? Cooking just gets you so excited. Gardening, right? Can't wait to get out there. Uh, Is prayer your thing? You feel so centered and happier when you could with prayer. Uh, Exercise, definitely one of mine, 100%. Writing, arts, helping family, singing or dancing, music, right? These are all things that we can do or continue to do uh, that might be activities that enrich our life, right? And uh, important to write them out because sometimes we completely forget man, does that ever make me happy? Why do I only do that every five years, right? So I could do it more often, right? Absolutely. So what do we still want to experience? That's an important one. We're talking about living here still. And so there's obviously things in life we still have yet to experience. It'll be a little bit different than things we're already doing. You know, do you want to go back to school or do you want to graduate uh, something? Do you want to get married, right? That's something you care for? Uh, you want to learn how to be better at whatever your mastery is. Or you want to be a chef? Do you want to have kids, you know, grandkids? You, know, you want to own a boat? I know some people are all about. I can't wait to get a boat. Right? You want a boat, maybe? Um, you know, what fun things would you like to experience? I mean, family reunions, or Christmases, or birthdays, or major festivals. What are the things that you want to experience in this life while you live? Right. So, those are the main questions for lives there. So that, that's like a journey,
0: right? I mean, this is not the way you're describing it. This is not living in the moment so much as it is. Uh, living towards a goal or living with a purpose, right? Your questions are really getting Mm -hmm. purposeful living, right?
1: Yes, exactly. And we can't have purpose until we have a clear idea of what we want. It's all about clarity here, right? Knowing what you like, who you like, where you want to go, what you've done before, what you'd still like to do, what sets you on fire, what you don't want to do. And when we get clear on things, the past for our purpose, gets much easier, right? We start
0: to see what it. What when you right? get people who really have no answer to that? I mean, you must get that from time to time. Oh know. yeah,
1: absolutely. And you know what? That's why this might be something you do a little bit more often. But also, if uh, if you see the way that we we try to incorporate teaching this cer- uh, certain uh, protocol, is it starts actually with an, another protocol, something called the gold medal. So a lot of times people don't have self belief and uh, you know belief in self, basically. And we have to work on that first, right? We will get them feeling good about themselves, making sure that they remind themselves that they're still here. They've been here for a long time. They can do things. They've, uh, you know, overcome all kinds of obstacles. So building up their self-esteem. Once we do that, we might even get them to do a bit of what we call the Houdini process, which is dealing with problems. Can you deal with problems when they come at you? What's good about this problem? How can you learn about it? And uh, how do you make it better, right? Just getting people better with life in general. And then you can start to say, okay, now that you can tolerate those things, Let's talk about your purpose in life, right? Because if you were to jump straight to this and someone can't even say three things they like about themselves, they're going to have a really, really hard time answering these questions. So it's not necessarily going to be something you start with absolutely everyone. That's why I like it's Just like I mentioned with weights, you got to start with smaller weights or maybe uh, you know, a body weight push-up or even less to get them up to those harder tasks. So I would start them with something, making sure that they have good self-esteem, make sure they have good problem solving skills and that they're a little bit more able to tolerate life and handle life in a good way. And then you can talk about their purpose in life and they'll feel a little more comfortable about it. So that's kind of how we do it with the exercise therapy. Legacy. 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 Exactly. Legacy. We, had, we had three L's, right? So we finished live. We did love. And now we're going to go towards legacy. This is probably the one you know you keep asking me, which is great, because I love that uh, you're noticing it. This is something that can be difficult for people. Legacy seems to be the toughest one. Um people don't want to be thinking that far ahead. They also may not want to write down the hey, I wanted this, this, and this, knowing that maybe it may not happen. Right. You know, I want to be the best at this and you know, I don't think I can do that. So I'm not even gonna write that down. They're already doubting themselves right? So I find legacy can be a tough one. And again, if they have self-doubt, this makes it very difficult. But if they have uh, self-belief, this can be a little bit easier, right? But in the beginning, it's what is your unique mission here on earth, right? What's your unique mission here on earth? What are your unique gifts, talents, and abilities to yourself? What are your unique talents, the gifts, and abilities? Wow.
0: The answer unique is such, is such a strong word.
1: Mm-hmm. What makes you different, right? Absolutely. Uh, could it be learning or teaching or, or having, uh, helping become better or writing or art mm-hmm. or photography or problem solving? Um, you know, keeping a positive attitude are, what are these some of the things that you your gifts and talents, right? So it's important to get people uh, clear at what they're good at that they know other people may not be as good at. So what are their superpowers, right?
0: So it's not really unique so the question the first question is, what's your unique mission here on earth but then what are your unique gifts talents wouldn't it would a better question be what are the gifts and talents that will help you achieve your mission
1: yeah, to a degree but what we want to find out with the the reason we use the word unique is what is it about you right we're trying to pull out exactly different things just about you and you've known that they know themselves better than anyone else and what is it about you you've been living for however long now What are you different in compared to others? Where are your unique talents, abilities, gifts? Right. And so that's very important to get specific to them, right? So then they can start to see that it's like, ah, wow, I have my, you know, this is my superpower. This is the cape I need to wear. Right. So that's why we use unique, right? Very specific to them. And how might you use your good fortune or intelligence or freedom and abilities to help others? That's where it gets kind of cool. So you've got these superpowers, right? How are you gonna help others? Right? How are you gonna take that and Use it for good fortune, intelligence, freedom, and abilities to help others. So uh, a bigger message of giving back here with your own unique abilities, right? So would you like to create, or you wanna make a long lasting contribution to humanity, or uh, can you make things and share them? Can you be a force for good in this world? You wanna impact your wisdom and caring to help special people in your life, right? It could be just family, or it could just be your wife, or it could be the students you work with, or whatever it might be, right? And then how do you want family and friends to remember you? I love this one. This is a huge one. I remember there was just a whole question around uh, what do you want people to say at your 100-year funeral, right? You're 100 years old, you're you're dead, you got people there at your funeral, and what do you want them to say? And I always thought that was so profound, right? Because realistically, it's, it's based on your entire character all the way up to those 100 years. How do you want people to perceive you? And so how do you want family and friends to remember you? I think that's important. Those are people who know you the most, right? And, uh, you know, what were you put on this earth to do? You know, thinking back to your childhood, have uh, you forgotten who you wanted to become? What values and, benefits and beliefs sorry, do you want to be a living example of? Uh, what will you teach others? How will you make others feel? What kind of an example will you be for others? Right. So hey, kind of going back to our, our uh, who are you here to love and care for? Stepping outside of yourself. Right? giving your, giving yourself to others. Who are, how are you going to help others around you and do better for humanity and society? And uh, those are the main questions, but in summary, you're going to describe your legacy statement. This is after we've gone through all the else. and this can be the toughest. I know it was for me sitting there like, what's my legacy statement? It's changed. I've done so many of these changes over the years, but they're all similar in the, in the same path. But uh, I also like in big bold here, it says make it as inspiring as possible. Something that when you read your legacy statement, you're like, yeah, that's who I want to be, who I am and where I'm going, right? That's kind of how you want to feel about that statement. And it can take a while, right? It can take a little while. Let's see. uh, There's a long one there. that's in there already. Let me see here. Uh, Okay. Look, this is mine from 2019. And it is uh, to do right by humanity, to give whenever possible, to pursue learning to help others, and to enjoy life while I can, to love as much as possible, to succeed and thrive and spend time uh, and spread the wealth and health. And that was, that took a while. That was one of my newer ones. When I was, years ago, uh, my, what did I say here? My life is one of passion, passion for health and fitness, to help others with it, passion for film and then to inspire others with it, passion for music and to play my heart out. Uh, These are things that I've said over the years, but all inspiring life legacy statements. But once you go through all those, you've given a lot of for people to think about, right? And that's that's kind of the idea. It's also why we had to shorten it down. There'd be two more pages in the original here. It gets you start to lose people a little bit, but that's enough. Those are some heavy questions.
0: Oh, absolutely. Person. Yeah. I mean, I, I would be. I would think that people would have an awful lot of trouble with this stuff. An awful lot.
1: It's of- why it's uh, it's something that you do in pieces, or you do slowly, or you also have to make sure they're ready for. That's why I mentioned sort of our stages. Uh, up to it. Some people will show up and like, yeah, let's bang this out, no problem. Um, and then other people, they'll be like, I don't know, yeah, okay, that's good, let's just do the one question. I'm like, okay, right, start with that, you work people up. Um, well, you but I know uh, you
0: know, uh, yeah. a professional at this kind of stuff, so if I may, the last question here is, if you were your own coach, instead of being the coach mm. of others, what advice would you give yourself to, well, you're clearly on track, but stay on track with your life mission? How would you do that? What, what advice would you give? What, what what would Coots say to Coots? Well, Coots say to Coots? Well, let's take a look, Coots here. What do I have? Um, What do I have? I have daily
1: parts of lists. Um, uh, see more, do more seminars. Uh, do what it takes you to get you there. That's obviously an older one. What else do I have here? Daily, weekly reviews, mental toughness, follow the pyramid, um, uh, lean into on your friends, accountability with uh, certain people I've listed out here, uh, add to your week list. And I always say this, I even buy a, a, a paper thing that says it on it there, is get your shit together. And uh, that to me is what I would say to me, because I know me and I know what tends to get me fired up and what makes me want to do stuff. So those are things that I would remind myself of to get my shit together.
0: All right, and of course, generally, spread the Coots message. Yeah, absolutely, which is uh, you know a message
1: from many others that I've learned from over the years. I very much like to refer to Mr. Brendan Fox when I talk about this stuff because these are his uh, creations, ba- but then if I, I tell him that, and you're like, no, 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 Coots, this is based on the creation of Dr. Vincent Frankel, and he will refer it back to the original person, and we always sort of want to make sure that we, you know, Pay dues to who actually came up with these things. And Dr. Viktor Frankl is a great person to remember for that because of what he actually had to go through. The stuff oh, I got to yeah. go through is just, is peanuts, right? The things I have to do in this life are not comparable to what he had to do to figure this out and then to go on to help tons of other people, right? So it's an inspiring message. And I think it's one that uh, can hit, hit home for people a little bit, um, especially if you read up on, on the book itself, right?
0: Yeah, and the book is Man's Search for Meaning by Victor. Fried. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. there were like uh, university seminars and that on this book. huge, it's such an huge. important passage. But I'm mm-hmm. really impressed here that, uh, you know, that you're able to condense this down into two pages, which is great. So, I mean, you yeah, know, we'll, make, we'll, we'll continue uh, with our titles to these podcasts. This will be. Um, Coot, leave the purpose to us. There you go, right? Well, we'll teach you how to find your purpose. How's that? And so you leave
1: uh-huh. it to us, right? Absolutely. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, it's interesting how quickly this can really help people, right? They see life a little differently. They start to see it. I was like, yeah, I get to see my friends more. And those are things I want to do. Maybe I'll start doing that a little bit more. And yeah, just forward thinking and what's going to happen in life. And, and, you know, sometimes it can help with being like, I'm not in the right direction. I don't like my job. The people around me hate me, you know, whatever it might be. And this can help them remind them what do you love? Who do you want to work with, live with? Uh, you know, what's your legacy? And, uh, you know,
0: aim for that. You only get one life.
1: Right?
0: Okay. Uh, well, great. Uh, thanks for connecting with me on this this morning. Uh, final Absolutely, message. John. How would people get a hold of you? How would they follow you me. to get more of the coot's message and mission?
1: Well, they can always come to me at coachcoots.com uh, or at, at coachcoots on Instagram or uh, what did we do? It's no longer called Twitter. Now they call it X and I am uh real Coach Coots on X there as well. But yeah, those are all places people could reach out and, and ask me any kind of questions on this stuff. I'm also happy to send anyone in this process. If anyone is listening and wants to be like, yeah, that's something I feel like it really helped me. I have all of these on PDFs and I can just send them right to you. Anything that can help. Uh, and that's. And you know, like I said, that's kind of my mission statement there, right? Making an impact. It is
0: anything that can help. That's a great that's a great mission statement. Well, thank you for the discussion okay. this morning and thanks for all the years of keeping me together. Oh, absolutely, John. And remember, somebody's gotta care somebody's gotta care that's right exactly no, that's your mission statement actually somebody's gotta it should
1: be it should be in there i'm putting that on this
0: one right, right somebody's gotta care it well, i don't know why it wasn't on there
1: somebody's gotta care right and that was so many years ago with you and me it just made you laugh somebody's got to care. Great <laughs> uh, right. right. stuff this morning john awesome conversation and uh yeah good workout as well i hope you enjoy your weekend right maybe flip up to ottawa again there and uh, enjoy the scenery all right great all right okay John all right buddy good stuff man yeah